Colonel Blake. Henry. Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. It's time for Mutiny's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Tonight's a very freaky Friday, freaky special, freaky weird, freaky funky fudge fun times. Uh, we have two feature comedians tonight, the amazing Anthony Zuccaro and the incredible Jarrett Hawley. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We're going to get started in just a sec. It's also an open mic. We have amazing guests tonight like Tony Sparks. What? Tony Sparks! Uh, please enjoy the dulcet tunes of Floating Goat until we get started this Friday on Mutiny's Comedy Clubhouse. Hilarious comics. Yay! Comedy Clubhouse, yay! I'm really excited. I'm super stoked. Uh, we have some incredible comics in the house. I'm excited. And uh, just so everybody knows, there's an on and off switch on this microphone, so be very aware of that, because in the last open mic, they just couldn't figure it out, and it was very comedic and amazing. And they didn't even eat the awesome Freaky Friday fudge, which I hope that you all partake in. I ate a lot of it today. Today was not the day to make fudge. It was a very hot day. It was probably exactly the wrong day. Uh, but I've got it on a sort of ice packs, and everyone should be fine and uh, get super high. I've been on it all day, and I'm like, oh, look at this. The sun is so nice. Uh, no, it's anxiety. What do we do? How do we fix it? I say weed. Uh, because I know I'm like, yay. Anxiety is awful, but weed is amazing. Also, without weed, just life is so boring, right? Like, it's so hard to be an American. Oh, no. The world's falling apart. What am I going to do? Smoke weed. Yay. I love living in San Francisco. Uh, I'm going to try to impress you guys because Tony Sparks is in the house. So uh, I know I'm going to do some I'm going to do like an actual set to try to impress Tony Sparks because it's been a while. Uh, I had a great time. I was out of the country for a month and on either end I had the awesome opportunity to do comedy in New York and it was so much fun and I did a real show at a real comedy club and it was a lot of fun and it was full house and I had such a good time and then I got back and I found out that they'd videotaped me which was like oh my god so I actually finally have a good video anyways it was because I when I know people are videotaping me I like mug to the camera like Tyra I'm like oh what mm, smiles oh tooch the pooch like I can't even because if I know I'm being filmed I like just I'm like oh Okay, so here we go. Um, I used to be a cheerleader for God. There is only one God, and he is the sun God. Ra, ra, ra. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I, was actually, I was actually a cheerleader for Christ. Give me a K. 
We all get 12 mansions in heaven, yay. The only thing that sucked about being a Christian cheerleader is that the skirts were really long, which are not sexy, uh, and that my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity. Also not sexy. My favorite Bible verse actually is Leviticus 20.12, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. I love to be stoned. <laughs> also, my ex-father-in-law looked a lot like Barack Obama. Sexy man, very, very sexy. I don't know if you guys uh, miss Barack or whatever. A lot of people blamed him for a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> Barack was super sexy. Uh, people blamed him for global warming and for their smelly bit dick and for porcupines or whatever. But you can't blame him for being sexy. Sexy, sexy man. Love that Barack. I miss him so much. Do you guys miss Barack? Are you afraid? You know who I miss even more? Michelle. What a first lady. She's an author. She's a great mom. She's an advocate for fat kids everywhere or whatever. Like she hated fat kids and she was like, I'm going to change school lunches and make it work out. And yeah, it was great. She was a great, great first lady. And I love that she, you know, spoke. <laughs> we have a first lady right now. Her name's Melania. 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 Her name is. Yeah. I don't know what her name is because she never speaks. Like <laughs> if she'd say something. I heard she speaks four languages. Have you heard this? Four languages. Speak in French. I don't care. Say something. Show us on the doll where he touched you. <laughs> Blink twice if you're okay. Are you okay? I'm worried more about her son, Baron. Like, he's like the next school shooter, I think. He's frowning in every picture. Like, he knows he's, there are pictures being taken of him, and he makes sure that he's, he's like, Tyra taught him to frown. He, he actually learned it from his mother. He learned it from his mother because she looks so pretty when she frowns. Like, she's constantly, she's so skinny and pretty. She's from, um, I don't know, Slovenia or Slovakia? Slovenia. Both countries border Hungary. And my God, she's starving. Somebody feed her a piece of pizza. That's actually the, the bread of Slovenia or Slovakia. I think they both love the bread. It has walnuts and it. it's delicious. Uh, I've been wondering, everyone, oh, they're, they're, it's time to start doing president stuff again. Do, 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 do. Who's going to run? Who's going to run for president? Who's going to run against Trump? You know who I want to see run? Forrest Gump. Right? I was running for president. Uh, something might actually happen. He might actually cure the AIDS epidemic because he, he loved Jenna so much. We're going to solve the AIDS crisis here with Forrest Gump. Trump versus Gump. Won't it be great? They're pretty equally matched, right? Like they're both businessmen. Except that Forrest Gump's businesses still exist. Bubblegum shrimp, you can still go. You can get some shrimp. He's a businessman. Uh, they both they both have special needs, both Forrest Gump and Donald Trump, special needs. Uh, about a second grade reading level, I think, on both. <laughs> the speaking level, stuff like that. Also, uh, Forrest Gump and Donald Trump, both fictional characters, <laughs> I think. Uh, but I believe in Forrest Gump. Well, he went to war, right? It's so great. And where is Donald Trump going to run anywhere with those bone spurs? Like, he can't run anywhere. <laughs> Fat McDonald's eating fuck? What is, why is he a guy? Don't, 
Donald Trump such a jerk that's I know it's like oh, shooting fish in a barrel that's the thing like shooting fish in a barrel it's a cliche it's a thing that used to happen people used to shoot fish in a, isn't that a great thing shooting fish in a barrel I get it like cliches come from things and the one that I don't understand is like why did people hate cats so much 50 years ago don't let the cat out of the bag who's got cats in bags what the fuck is wrong with you you pet the cat you love the cat you let the cat be part of your life and enrich you forever cat out of the bag many ways to skin a dead cat why why is this a cliche why do people hate cats so much cats 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 sorry i'm a i'm a feminist i love cats i love i'm a crazy cat lady but not in the way you think um i want to take my cat and i want to shave him and i want to knit a sweater out of his fur and i want to make him wear it it's because I'm a crazy cat lady. <laughs> no, I do. I love cats. I love feminism. I don't, like, language is political. It's real. Like, you know, when we have cliches, that's something that exists and it changes and shapes our lives. I don't know what to call myself. You know, I'm a hue man. I'm a feet male. I'm a person. We are all people. I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. Uh, so I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. None of you know how to spell. It's okay. Everyone has a second grade reading level just like our president. It's fine. Feminism is spelled with an I. Like, I am a feminist, yes. It, it just, language is political, though. All of our words mean something. Like, um, this month I missed my menstruation. Right? Menstruation. It's the one thing you can li literally never do, and you put your name all over it. <laughs> and you think it's gross. <laughs> Menstruate, okay. Uh, another one, when you have sex for the first time, you break your hi men. Hi men, hi! You can all have sex with me now, yay! Hi men! <laughs> the one I do understand, because I, I did miss my first period, is menopause, right? Because uh, once I'm 55, like men are gonna pause on me before swiping left or right. No, I am. I am. I think. I think I'm starting like early onset menopause because I missed my first period and I know I'm not pregnant. So I'm like, yeah. No, only because I have an IUD. Yeah, it's like a pool sweeper for your uterus. It keeps out all the dead babies. Is that what pool sweepers are for? To keep out dead babies? I don't know. I just don't want any in there. No. No, did babe. I actually am excited about menopause because I'm going to get this awesome tattoo uh, on my uterus of a, a tiny skeleton baby kitten. A tiny skeleton baby kitten, like right there. Because I love cats! And <laughs> it's the only thing I'd ever want to birth is a tiny kitten. Except that, did you know when kittens are born, they have teeth? They have all their teeth. Right? And mommy kit, and it's so funny because people are like, oh, you're such a pussy. I'm like, have you seen a pussy's nipples? Like, what are they made of? Kevlar? Like, baby kittens have big, nasty teeth, and they, they kind of suckle, suckle, suckle. Cats are the strongest. Pussies, like, actual pussy cats are like the strongest animals in the world because their babies are born with teeth. <laughs> Nobody's, nobody loves cats as much as me. That's fine. I got a new, I got a new cat tattoo. I'm very excited about it. It's a three-headed cat. It's a catabus. Anybody study the Greek mythology? It's not a cerebus with a snake tail. No, it's a cat. Three-headed cat. Cerebus, cerebus, whatever. I can't, I'm just like our president. I can't pronounce anything. I just fake it till you make it. Cerebus, 
Cerberus, thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, yay. Oh, look at that. Perfect. Ten minutes I looked down. Well, perfect. Uh, thanks, honey. That was cute. Uh, <laughs> Just like our cat. Uh, I'll just let you guys in on, on a little secret. Um, you can teach a cat because we abandoned our cat for a month in Greece and we came back and someone replaced our shitty standoffish scaredy cat with a loving, amazing cat. Just abandon your cat for a month and they come back better. That's why I should never have children. I think if you abandon a child, they like scoot, shoot, shoot up a school. But if you abandon your cat, they sleep with you and purr more. It's like, yes! I should never have children. That's, I'm never going to. Yay! It's so good. I'm so glad that ship has sailed. We never have to pretend anymore. Uh, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for being here uh, for this very freaky Friday, fun, crazy time. Uh, the treats are really strong. Please to enjoy them very, very much. Uh, we're going to just do jokes and have a great time. We have two featured comedians tonight that are going to do super long periods of time. And everyone else, let's see what happens. But our first comedian tonight, what a fucking joy and pleasure it is to have him in the fucking building. Uh, I know, it was so sad. Um, the, the Facebook reminded us that uh, Brainwash, it sent us all these pictures of like, and Jonathan's phone, and we're like, oh, I'm so sad that Brainwash is gone. Uh, it, he's a king, and it's where uh, he had a fictionalized... Uh, past kingdom called brainwash and now just all of san francisco is his playground put your hands together for your first comedian of the night everybody it's the legendary tony sparks applaud bigger yay oh my god there you go i hate this fucking neighborhood all right i just well, let that be known right up front. I love coming to support you, Pam. You, I love you with all my heart, but fuck this neighborhood, all right? And why fuck this neighborhood? Because of raccoons, all right? I don't know if you guys have encountered them, but I've been, yeah, fuck a raccoon, baby, all right? Fuck them. Every time I see a raccoon, I spit at them to make them jealous because the motherfucker has no sal salivary glands, all right? <laughs> Motherfucker, they always asking me for money up the street and shit. You know what I'm saying? I saw a, a raccoon recently smoking crack. Motherfucker was it because they have opposable thumbs. And this motherfucker, he was really fucking doing it, Jay. Oh my God, he needed two dollars. Motherfucker, fuck you, raccoon. <laughs> now, uh, I know you love cats. Uh, uh, cats are the thing that I also hate. Uh, I do. I really hate cats. Why, Tony? Because they stink like fuck when they shit. Uh, that is some awful shit. We could have won a war using cat shit. You know that, right? Yeah, cats are. Cat, and cats really don't love you. They just want to be fed. All right? <laughs> That's all. That's all. Oh, my God. Anyway, I had more stuff to say, but I forgot. Anyway. How you doing? You look really familiar. You, yeah, you do. You look like you owe me twenty dollars. All right, so don't leave here without fucking paying me. Okay. All right. Is this your girlfriend, sir? Oh, he said it's so meek and like, are you gonna take her? No, I'm not. All right, because she's young and I hate young women. Anyway, I, I like them old and damaged. I like, I like a woman old where you fuck them and then they give you a word as original. You understand what I'm saying? That's the that's the cool shit right there, boy. Just a fucking old dame, boy. Shit. Oh my. And just because the car is used don't mean you can't drive it. You understand what I'm saying, pimp status? You understand? And old ladies can compensate. They might have a bad hip, you understand? But they can fucking work around that bad hip, you know? And when you're on the dance floor, you 
got to ask him. You got to, oh, uh, is that hysterectomy healed up, baby, huh? Oh, shit. I'm ready to get down. I'm ready to, woo, shit. Anyway, all right, enough. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I want to get drunk. I've, lately, I really want to get high. And, like, I like this weather. It makes me so amorous. I want to sleep with everybody I see out here that's female. Uh, but my, my dick is bleeding. I don't know why. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and you did an excellent job earlier hosting the show, my man. You you did. You did. You did. And I like your look. It's kind of kind of verging on something out of uh, like a, a, a leprechaun movie. Uh, like, like, like a fucking, uh, like a rock and roll leprechaun and shit. Uh, that is cute. That is cute. And I love men that are brave enough to wear shorts and they usually have the paciest white legs. There you go. There you go. That is so beautiful. Keep that shit up. And, and you have a girl and she is not ashamed of you and those legs. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Women, but see, that's another reason. Young women have no standards. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So, ooh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, no, but keep keep that up. Be brave and wear sandals and all that shit. I, uh, I can't wear sandals. I had several operations on my foot, and now it looks like an ashtray. Uh, so I don't want you to be looking at my motherfucking foot because before you would look at it and said, nigga, you are a pterodactyl. Uh, but, but now you look at my foot and said, God damn, you were an oil painting. All right. <laughs> so that's how that works out. All right. And we have special treats tonight. Please partake of those special treats. You ready to get down, huh, Sugar Nasty, huh? You're like, ah, I like doing shit. Ah. It's easy, right? She, Because she has that look like she could be tricked into a cult very easily. Uh, so you don't even have to work hard at all, do you? Just show her something shiny and she goes, let's go. Anyway. <laughs> That is so sweet. There you go. And I like this. You guys are really cute. Like you guys should do print work for JC Penney's or some shit. <laughs> yes, it is. Look at your boo-boo. Yes, it do. Yes, it do. And I like the overalls because you give the little, you know, farmer's daughter like kind of like I'm a little farm girl. I like cows. Boo. Anyway. <laughs> that is beautiful. I can squeeze a teat. Uh <laughs> Oh, my God. I grew up in the South. I really, in some ways, I miss the South because I miss the honesty and the racism. I do. I miss mother going, hey, nigger, get out of here. You know, like that. But here, because here, it's like, I'm sorry, we're closed. Anyway, but your dog can come in, your dog. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I like that. I'm sorry. Fuck y'all. All right. One of the things I'm tired of is that everybody, I know you, some of y'all looking at me saying, who's the handsome lesbian? Uh, I am so goddamn tired of people calling me ma'am. I am, uh, especially Asian women. I so, uh, I love Asian, I so want to fuck an Asian woman. I know, it's. I have before, but it's just been very terrible. Uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, I don't know what, maybe I picked the wrong one, all right? Uh, but it's been terrible. But I really want to try one more time before I give up, okay? I hope my girlfriend isn't listening to this shit, all right? <laughs> but if she is, she won't care. She'll, it's a joke. All right. <laughs> there you go. She's, I ain't going to talk about her. Anyway, uh, <laughs> 
That I don't. You know what? That's another thing too that I'm really figuring out. I don't like being in a relationship. I I want to be rich so I can pay for some pussy on the weekends. You know what I mean? If I had my druthers and a lot of money, I would have a fucking ranch and raise goddamn turtles. You know what I mean? And then I would have old ass hookers come over on the weekend and they have to present me with a fucking succulent to fuck. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And I would fucking, boy, I said, baby, pull your teeth out because we finna fuck it up in here. All right? You understand? You understand? You better take your Don's pills, baby, because I'm going to fuck you back up. All right? My fat ass. I'm going to make you make a wish. God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am a nasty motherfucker. Right now. Uh, but I really like old women. Old women are sturdy, too. God damn. You know what I mean? Because younger women, you're like, ow, ow. You know, older women, like, nigga, bring it on. God damn. I'm lonely, fucker. I don't give a fuck. Right? You hear that crackling? Nigga, that, we can go. I can go to the hospital tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> and and I, I put on a lot of weight. And, and it's really sad because uh, I, the, the sound that women make with me has really changed. Uh, you know what I mean? It used to be, ooh, ah. Uh, now it's, oh, nigga, get off, all right? Oh, my Jesus, you are hurting my ankle. All right. <laughs> I love that. I love your little judgmental look like a, like a genie. Be gone, Negro, be gone. That is so cute. Keep that shit up. It makes me feel like I got a day job. All right, that is so fantastic. All right. I don't know how long I'm supposed to be up here. Oh, you were so sweet. Hey, recently Pam and I did a movie together, and I yes, and I play her husband, and I felt so sorry for you in that respect. Uh, <laughs> I had so many things because they let me ad lib a lot, you know. In every movie I've ever been in, they let me ad lib a lot, and I had so many things I want to say that I never got around to saying. So. All right. Hey, listen, I'm going to go ahead. I'm not going to hog it, but thank you so much. Uh, I hope you had a good time. I especially hope you had a good time. I don't know why, but I shouldn't care, but I do. All right. And I hope I, I know you didn't uh, because you look very judgmental. All right. You do. No, no, it's too. It's too late. It's too late. All right. And do please next time pants. Okay. <laughs> Next time, really consider pants. You, you're, you're okay, because you look damaged anyway. Anyway. <laughs> there you go. And brother, keep on keeping, man. That is, I'm going to tell you something, man. You, I really admire you. If I were young and gave a fuck, I would look just like you. All right? But I, I don't give a shit no more. All right? Hey, y'all, thank you so much. And Pamela, thank you with all my heart. I love you. I love you, brother. Okay. I love you, Mr. Sound Guy. I love you so much. You are a wonderful dude. And I really hope you get some pussy one day. Okay. Oh, you do all the. Yeah, you getting some imaginary pussy. That's what you get. Shit. There you go. Like, mm, how you. Mm, hey, baby. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let me stop fucking with you. Hey, humans, good night. The legendary Tony Sparks, everyone! Yay! Yay! I just realized uh, we forgot to we forgot to sing the song. Uh, it goes like this. Um, if you know how it goes, sing along with me. Uh, M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse Comedy Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 high. <laughs> I, I would use I would use one of those vapes, but now I hear those are more dangerous. <laughs> we've got we got a studio bong, it's fine. 
M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? You're already here. You're already here. It's so exciting. Your next comedian, he is dressed the nines. He does give a shit. He's an actor. He's a performer. He's a dancer. He's a singer. He's the whole package. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jared Hawley. Beautiful for racist cops, for angered women's pain, for white men talking over us as we try to explain America. America, please stop shooting at me. Please fix these flaws. I don't want war, but you're fucking testing me. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, my name is Jarrett. I like to go by Jet. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about myself, okay? I recently learned that if you have eczema on your penis, sex is both moisturizing and scratching. I'm not gonna lie to you, somebody has got to tell me where I can get a warranty back on my fucking body. On top of being allergic to nuts, um, trees, and goddamn anything that lives its life in water, I have recently discovered that I am allergic to egg, wheat, corn, soy, sesame, and a very specific type of mouse ur uh, urine protein. I don't know why, but it's there. I've got that, I've got eczema out the ass, I've got arthritis in my, my knees and my back, I got a big dick, but even that doesn't work. I mean, truth be told, the good part about ED, stamina. The bad part about ED, stamina. You know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying. Um, I've been thinking about it, and I'm going to bust out the case. I know it's a little bit of old news, but I got brand new details that's just going to pop that door back open. Are you ready? Yeah. Looking at you. Are you ready? Jeffrey Epstein, all right? Everybody is saying that the, the Clintons killed him. Everybody's thinking Trump's killed him. I know who did it. It's fucking OJ. Think about it. The Clintons and the Trumps, they've been free for years. OJ's been on Twitter for three months. He's dead. I'm just saying. It all lines up. And now for a song. There was a time I first smoked weed. Two hits and I'd be good. There was a time when the world would brighten and the colors would excite me. There was a time then I took a dab. 
I took a dab and got too high. It hit me so hard, the room was spinning. I took a dab and time flew by. And now my Netflix queue is dwindling. I was young and did not know that one hit could leave me melted. I have so much shit to do. But Power Puff Girls is on Hulu. All right. <laughs> so once upon a time, a friend told me that I cursed too much, and this was my response. So a guy is fucking the shit out of a donkey, right? And he looks at her and says, mm, this asshole. Wait, sorry, I got that wrong. Okay, so this guy, he's just fucking the shit out of a donkey, right? And he goes, ah, this asshole. All right, one more. So this guy, he is just fucking the shit out of a donkey, right? And he goes, hmm, this asshole. <laughs> Speaking of sexy times, thank you. This is William Shakespeare's impression of your last Tinder date. <laughs> to fuck or not to fuck? That is the question. Whether well, it is nobler in the mind to smash that which hath been smashed by such a multitude, or to take myself within myself and by myself to stroke it, to stroke, to wank, to knuckle shuffle alone. And by such a shuffle, we mean to say, to self-stimulate those thousand natural shocks that flesh is heir to. Tis an ejaculation devoutly to be wished. Bust, to come, to come perhaps to sleep. Mm. There's the rub. Okay. So I am from the South and being from the South comes with a couple of interesting stories. When you talk like this and you look like this and you dress like this as a black man in the South, you're dating a white woman. So, I'm going to tell you about the first time racism worked for me. So, I'm dating my white girl, and we're driving down the street. I'm going probably 40 and a 30. I've got a white woman in my, my passenger seat. I'm pretending I'm a DJ. And the cops pull us over on the border between Tennessee and Mississippi. My asshole shrunk two sizes that day like the Grinch. It was a problem. Luckily, a black man got out the car, and he strolls up to my side window, and he looks at me. I roll down the window, I look at him, he looks at me, he looks at her, and goes, y'all slow down. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> 
every now and again, it comes in handy. But you know, I'm out here now, I'm in the, the bay, and I'm trying to get healthy. It's nice because with all these food allergies, I now have to cook all of my own food, which means that my pizza sucks. Um, you know what you use for eggs when you can't eat eggs? Flaxseed. That makes no goddamn sense! But it's really nice to take a shit and not see Tim Curry from Fern Gully come out. You know what I'm talking about? Just <laughs> like, oh, sweet transvestite. No, I don't know any of the songs from Fern Gully. Do you? I didn't think so. <laughs> All I remember is Robin Williams rapping as a bat, and that's gonna haunt my dreams. Okay, this guy looks like it just scared him. Yeah, it's out there. It's an old cartoon. It's it's eco-friendly. Before it's like, it's the like very very child version of Captain Planet, which you know. As we all know, Captain Planet's most famous thing is making Whoop, Whoopi Goldberg Mother Earth. Rock out, it was the shit. 90s cartoons, go back, some of that shit's really dark. There's a whole episode where the rat burn dude tries to convince everybody that the kid is evil because he's got AIDS. And he's just like, don't play basketball with him, he'll sweat and you'll get the AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, cartoons. You know what, fuck it, I'm gonna go on a rant on cartoons, because I love these things. If you're not watching She-Ra right now on Netflix, you are making a mistake. She-Ra is the gayest thing I have ever seen and enjoyed, and I include lesbian porn. It's fantastic. I mean, if you care all, at all about allyship, about gay rights, it's great. They literally defeat the villain of the first season with the giant rainbow. There's a whole episode about the black guy coming out to his parents as straight. It's fucking hilarious. It's nice to see cartoons do things right. Still can't get a black cartoon on Netflix, but it's nice to see them trying. You know, every now and again, you think about the old black cartoons. Uh, Gargoyles, anybody remember that shit? Yeah. If you grew up brown, you knew interracial relationship. I've been there, brother. When they have a whole KKK inside the cartoon, you know they're trying to say some shit. And if you weren't watching Fillmore, Fillmore was the shit. It was about a black kid who was in trouble all the time, went to detention, and they were like, all right here, you little bad motherfucker. Now you're a cop. It's Shaft. It's Shaft in middle school. If you don't watch it, it's fucking awesome. That shit, static, and they never give any credit to fucking minority characters. You realize that the only time they've let a Mexican supervillain on the movies, he was either an idiot or Tom Brady? That's right, Bane is Mexican! Well, I won't say Mexican, he's, he's Latinx. He comes from Santa Prisca, and his best friend is named El Oso. He doesn't sound like this. Throwing it out there. If you want a really good movie, you know where DC's fucking up? They need to go into their black movies. They're black superheroes. You know that black Superman fights crime with a pregnant woman. She is a pregnant teen fighting crime. That's right. Icon and Rocket. And her power is no matter how much shit she talks, you can't hit her because she has a shield. Can you imagine giving a black teenage girl the power to talk the most shit? Uh -huh. That's a movie I want to see. There's a Korean dude. His whole thing is that he eats people and he's sad. It's out there. <laughs> Ugh. Sorry, I also had a flashback of the DC character that has AIDS and I can never remember her name. But let me tell you about the single greatest supervillain in history. Everybody thinks, it's okay, I won't give it all my weight. Everybody thinks, 
that it's Dr. Doom, that it's the Joker, it's Carnage. No, it's a very little known Iron Man villain named Armless Tiger Man. Google it, Armless Tiger Man, his powers, he lost his arms in a mechanical accident and now kicks the shit out of machines that he can't chew to death. He has metal teeth, he's either biting it or kicking that shit down. Tell me that was not what you want to see. And at the end of my time, I'm going to remind you of one thing and one thing only. Bill Cosby has a jazz album with, with Quincy Jones. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Jared Hawley, everyone. What a superb and amazing individual. The singing, he's bringing musical theater single-handedly back to comedy. Love it! Uh, your next comedian, he runs a show every week at the Eagle, which is one of my favorite open mics and one of my favorite bars in the city. I love the Eagle so much. I love your next comedian. Put your hands together. It's Colin Holtz. All right. Oh, shit. All right, cool. I've been dating a lot recently, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I dated this girl for a little while. First date we went on. Sex. Hell yeah. All right. Second date, cuddling and making out. Still pretty good, all right? Third date, though, was just a kiss at the door. Like, our relationship is Benjamin buttoning, all right? But when I gave her a kiss at the door, a homeless man walked by, and he was like, yeah, you two go have sex for me. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that's not a homeless man. That's a homeless wingman. Hell yeah. We did not have sex that night, though, because uh, she is a sapiosexual. You guys ever heard of that? I had to look that shit up. It's someone who's attracted to people because they're smart. Fucking failed that one. All right. But uh, it's like, oh, do I want my dick sucked? No, I want my mind blown. <laughs> Come on, slob on my nog. <laughs> I mean it. Give me some head. All right. They say the brain is the biggest sex organ you have. I can only get off to porn that takes place in a college or a library. Like, is that a wastebasket full of used tissues? No, that's my brain bucket. <laughs> Sometimes I smear peanut butter on my temples and I let the dog lick it off. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I've been getting hit on by a lot of cougars recently, too, which is super cool. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, it's special. It's a special time because there's only a short time in life where you can say you're getting hit on by cougars because as you get older, they just become women. <laughs> and this one lady, the way she was hitting on me was she showed me a picture of her kids. They were only like a year younger than I am, and her son could clearly beat the shit out of me. Like, in order for him to have an excuse to beat me up, I would have had to have slept with his mom. And at that point, I've already won, right? Like, come on, man. Even your mom calls me daddy, all right? Technically, that makes me your grandfather. And what are you going to do, hit an old man? <laughs> and call me sir. <laughs> all right. Uh. What the hell is Canada doing with their bacon on our Hawaiian pizza? All right. I think we got to take our pineapples and beat them back across the border, you know? Friggin' dole out the punishment. <laughs> Dude. 
The fucking Canadian geese are like the meanest, dude. I'm pretty sure Canadians are so nice because they got to make up for how mean their geese are. It's like, like, they're so mean, Hitler saw them and they was like, I want everybody to walk like that. Like, holy shit. You got to remind them who's boss. Sometimes I just throw a pillow fight right in front of them. <laughs> Feathers coming out everywhere. It's like, ah, it's my sister. It's your mother. It's your sister. It's your mother. It's your sister and your mother. <laughs> pillow drop. Sleep on that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, they know how to get down, you know? <laughs> okay. Uh... Uh, when I was growing up, my parents were never married. They were never married. I'm a bastard child is what I'm trying to tell you, I guess. And uh, I'd go visit my dad over the summers. And my dad, he had this cat. And growing up, all I ever wanted to do was pet this cat. But this cat hated me. And eventually, I learned to hate this cat back. All right. And uh, one summer, I forgot to close the door to my bedroom. When I came back, the cat had peed on my bed and shit on it twice. And, uh, and my dad and his girlfriend, they were going to leave me alone in the house with this cat. And I was like, if you leave me alone in the house with this cat and it attacks me, I will throw it over the balcony. And they were like, well, if you do that, we're going to take you to juvie. I was like seven or eight years old. I didn't know that probably wasn't going to happen, but it got me thinking creatively. So I was like, all right, cat, you want to shit on my bed? I'm going to shit in your litter box. And I didn't even cover that shit up. My dad and his girlfriend got home and they saw it and they were like, oh my God, we need to take our cat to the vet. And I was like, yes, that cat hates the vet. (laughs) Revenge accomplished. (laughs) What I did not count on them doing was also bringing my turd with them (laughs) so that the vet could tell them what was wrong with their cat. And that vet literally and figuratively picked that shit apart. I was like, no, I should have eaten cat food before I did it. (laughs) And he's like, listen, have you been feeding your cat table scraps? And they're like, no, no, we haven't. So what happened was I just got in trouble again because they thought I was feeding their cat table scraps, making their cat take a boy-sized shit. Like, what was I going to do? Tell them no, it was me after they spent hundreds of dollars getting their cat looked after? (laughs) No, man. I took the L on that one just to have my dad be like, I guess my son shits like a pussy. (laughs) Fucking hell no. I took the L. All right, thank you. That was amazing. A long way to go for uh, being a pussy, but I still love the idea of shitting in the cat. That was amazing. I'm so sorry that your parents... I can imagine you being like scared as a child, like, I can't say anything. Hundreds of dollars later feeling... Is the cat dead? Are you? Do you feel okay? The cat's dead now? Okay. All right. Good stuff. Colin Holtz, everybody. Yay! Uh, your next comedian, uh, he gets an extra long set because he's one of our future comedians of the night. Put your hands together, everybody. The very, very funny Anthony Zuccaro! Yay! Oh, how's it going? Um, I like asking people how it's going because no one really ever asks me how I'm doing. 
Um, I guess when you look like how I do, people just know. Uh, they just put the pieces together, you know? They just see this, and I, I have a face, even if you haven't met me before, my face is not new to you. Like, I, I, I just look at, like, time has passed, you know? I, I look familiar, I look like just someone you used to know and lost touch with somehow, even though I've never met any of you. Um, I have no idea what this shirt means. I got this shirt. I have no idea what it means. I'm waiting for someone to tell me uh, in like a romantic comedy kind of way where we just lock eyes from across the room and she like was able to read it. Um, but the only reason I got it is because of the, that guy on the back. <laughs> when I saw that, that was the, that was the deal breaker or deal maker. Um, I have no idea. I'm just waiting for someone to, I'll uh, be the first girl I marry. <laughs> it's just. Um, what else can I talk to you about? Video games are getting really realistic nowadays. I'm getting excited about that, but they're not getting realistic in the ways I want them to. Like, why, why can't I hit my wife in NBA Live? Like, I want to, I want to be able, in career mode, I need that in career mode. Why, why can't I put out a hit on a ref in FIFA? I want to... I want to play the second half with his head. Like, I want to be able to do that full Brazilian. Uh, why can't I kneel in Madden? Why can't I kneel? You know, because the game gets ejected. Uh, that's, that's, that's why. Oh, you, you didn't like that? That's the, the smart girl from Modern Family didn't like that joke. <laughs> uh -oh. I don't know why I'm roasting people. I look, I look like if someone got mugged by Seth Rogen and I'm a police sketch of that altercation. Witness testimony is unreliable is what I'm getting at. Um, I basically look like if someone had never seen a Jew before then had to draw one. You know, they, they, I think they have this. Like, they kind of, my, my head looks the same upside down as it does right side up. We know this. We've been, we've been looking at me for a few seconds. Um... I'm, my name's Anthony. I'm very grateful for my name uh, because everybody in my class, like everybody in my generation, especially the white people, have all named their kids insane things with insane spelling. Like my friend, her first kid is named Tristan uh, with two Ys. And they are not where you think they are. <laughs> they're, they're both at the beginning. And the... She named her second kid, her daughter, Taylee. T-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H. Yeah, because we all love spelling neighbor. Like, that's my favorite word to spell and give to a kid. Oh, I love the E-I-G-H. That's, I love when a word has an E-I-G-H. Like, uh, my name is Anthony. I'm gonna start going by Tony, but I'm gonna spell my name T-O-G-N-A. Because I love the way baloney is spelled. Uh, it's not Tagna, it's Tony. Right. I think something happened with white girls. Like, white girls, their name got misspelled at Starbucks so often that they're just like, I have to give that to my kid as well. Like, I don't know. I don't, what's Taylee going to name her kid? You know, she has to one-up it somehow. It's just going to be like if you put your hand on the right side of a keyboard and just, like, that's, that's, this is my daughter, Quirty. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, what's the widest name? Shout it out. What's the widest yeah. name? Chad? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said fag. <laughs> I was just like, that's, that's, uh, Jeff? Jeff? Yeah, Jeff, Jeff is, everyone's just saying their own name. I, I, uh, no, but the widest name is Chance, of course. Because that's just white people naming their kids something they'll always get, even if they don't deserve it. Uh, yeah. get, they're getting away with something there. Like, this is my kid, Chance. I'm his mother, financial security. It's nice to meet you. Uh, and my, my cousin, second chances. Um, Native Americans actually used to name their kid after the first thing they saw outside when the kid was born, which I think is beautiful. That's where you get names like Red Cloud, Sitting Bull, etc. That's another one. Uh, <laughs> I just think if they were perfectly honest, there would have been just one kid named Invading White Man. <laughs> That's a history joke, Mutiny Radio. Because the, they looked outside and saw... Okay, anyway. Uh, I'm lucky my name is Anthony because sometimes people are named after where they were conceived, you know, like Brooklyn, London, or Paris. Uh, this is unsettling to me because my sister's name is Allie. Also explains a lot. Um... I used to wear a name tag when I worked at Target. I hated working at Target. Well, actually, working at Target High was difficult, but your shirt really brings out your eyes. Uh, didn't stop me from trying. <laughs> I, did it, I did it every day. Um, I actually got mistaken for Shia LaBeouf while I was working at Target. This is a, it's real. I got mistaken for Shia LaBeouf by a mentally challenged person. Uh, Anyone else? Just me? Okay. Um, yeah, so he came up to me with a notepad and pen. It was like, even Stevens, even Stevens, even Stevens. And uh, look, I've signed autographs as Paul Giamatti before, but, uh, but usually by European tourists on Mar Market Street. I just can't let them down. Um, but yeah, so he, even Stevens, even Stevens. Is, look, if it was any other person, right, I would have been like, no, you're mistaken. I'm not Shia LaBeouf, but he was mentally challenged, so I... I was like, no, you retard. I'm not Shia LaBeouf. No, 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 I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I signed it best wishes shy and handed it over. Uh, probably because his mom was giving me the, like, please go with it eyes. Like, she was kind of, like, behind him, just like, just like, like, like this is a Jewish neighborhood. We're not, <laughs> this has happened, like, five times already. Um, yeah, uh, everyone's like, he looks like a microphone. This should be better. Uh... But yeah, uh, I, I did all my shit out of order. Hold on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll go back, to, go back to Target because there's a lot of pain there. Um, all the pain is dealing with customers. There's something about being a customer that you can be a good person until you're like purchasing something, but then after, like in between you buying something and you're finished buying something, you're a horrible person like in that window. Like you just drop out of humanity. Like some people will come up to me and they would like interrupt me and ask the dumbest questions. Like I had a guy tap me on the shoulder and go, um, do you ever uh, restock? No. Take an item, leave an item at Target, right? That's why you always come in here looking for the one thing. Like, um, I had a guy ask me, my favorite question was he tapped me on the shoulder. Um, they always do that for some reason, uh, probably because I'm high and I've had headphones in. Um, but yeah, the, he tapped me on the shoulder and uh, he asked me, do you sell bows and arrows? Bows and arrows at an SF-based Target Express. 
And he was surprised when I said no, that they were seasonal. He was surprised I said no. He must have, I was wondering why he was so shocked. He must have seen the Target logo and just thought there's no way this place doesn't sell bows and arrows. I mean, I, I get my bricks at Walmart, I get my potassium at Kmart, and I've lived inside of a Home Depot for several years. I'm a very literal person. Does anyone know what this shirt means? That's the whole point of this set. That's, 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 what, I'm, that's what any listeners can, no, wait, that doesn't work. Um, I'm just, my mouth is dry and I'm seeing the water bottle I left out there. That's all, I'm, that's all I've been focusing on this. Whole, thank you, Pam. Pam, everybody. Pam, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm just going to set that there for the next reaction to when <laughs> there won't be one. Uh, I love hip hop. You can tell by the everything about me. Um, I, uh, I actually just did a rap battle and I won. Thank you. Um, it's against a guy that's actually trying to be a rapper. That's so sad. Um, but yeah, uh, if you don't know what a rap battle is, it's two guys rhyming different ways to kill each other. Um, that's that's all it is. That's all it is. Which I can't even imagine if like every altercation happened that way um, in the streets. And I don't have that part written yet. But stay tuned. Um, but yeah. Uh, I love rap lines. I love like d looking deep into hip hop lines. Like Kanye West has a line where he goes, if I fuck this model and she just bleached her asshole and I get bleach on my t-shirt, I'm going to feel like an asshole. <laughs> he starts a song this way. Um, I actually think this is the least Kanye thing Kanye has ever said because he starts it with if I fuck this model. Um, Kanye is a when I fuck this model kind of guy, right? Like he doesn't speak in definitives like that, but I think because he's married to Kim, he can't like be that certain, you know, just like when I fuck this model, she looks at him side eye over her like light up selfie screen and just it, when, if, if I fuck this model, I realized Kim treats her family members very badly. My girlfriend's been watching that show for a long time, and I was wondering why they just like kind of just take it, like they don't like go after Kim. But I guess Kim kind of has the trump card, which if she gets any shit back, she's like, you know what? I fucked Ray J for all of us. <laughs> all right, like you, none of you can say shit. Like she always has that card, like in, that card tucked or whatever. Um, but yeah, if I fuck this model and she just bleached her asshole, how does Kanye think bleaching assholes works where it's going to get on his t-shirt? Does he think it's just Clorox at six o'clock? Like the, also, Kanye keeps his t-shirt on during sex. Who knew? Kanye, you're not a fat guy at the pool. Come on, man. Like, the, like when I picture Kanye having sex, which is nightly because of a head injury I suffered as a boy, um, it's just mirrors and cameras everywhere. It's like the scene in American Psycho. Uh, another one of my favorite rap, rap lines is uh, 2 chains. 2 chains said, I'm so high I can talk to Rain. He must be high because Rain has a tendency of, you know, kind of traveling to you if you're, <laughs> if you're on the ground. He also has a line, dick so hard made the metal detector go off. First question, why is 2 Chains hard going through airport security? That's my, that's my, my first question and my only question, actually. Um, and then I'll head out my, uh, my other favorite line by Redman. Um, Redman, well, I'll...
brag about I turned off the mic didn't I yay we're back um, there's nothing he will, I was just in the zone uh, there's nothing fuck a beat I'll go acapella fuck a clock fuck a doc no okay all right that's enough for me all right thanks everybody Anthony Zucaro everyone yay I'm so unhip I thought Kanye West was an airline I stole that joke from Paul Sanford it's like the best joke he ever wrote does anyone remember who Paul Sanford is besides Tony Sparks and Sun Tzu? Yeah, that's his best joke. Uh, yay, all the other, you remember, you remember Paul Sanford, Frankie Lee, you've been around forever, okay. Anyways, he wrote a really good joke about Kanye West and I always liked it. Uh, why can't Californians have guns? Why? Because they're always triggered. <laughs> I wrote that joke, I wrote that joke. Uh, your next comedian, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. It looks like Marvadis Lucas. Close. Close, yay! You'd have been fucked up as a slave auctioner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is nice. This actually does look like the bottom of a cool-ass slave ship. <laughs> Shit, man. I love this place. Where do I know you from? You're, you look really familiar. Yeah, probably the brainwash. That, but don't we all miss that place? Yeah. yeah. I got the truth why they closed it down. All the washing machines broke at one time. <laughs> like, why, what else, why else would they shut the brainwash down? I can, now, if, the, if the, all the washing machines broke down, I get it. Right? That, would, that makes sense, yeah. But to their credit, it's, it's got something new in there. Nothing. <laughs> the, the motherfucker made a choice, like, what you, you know, the brainwashing nothing, and that they went with nothing. <laughs> Shit, man, the world is going crazy. I really appreciate Trump. Give it up for Trump. Because now I know where all you white people stand, right? Like, without him, I, you know, they, they had a picture on the internet, and it had the, the Twin Towers, and it said, we'll never forget. Then they had an old whooped slave that says, get over it. Right, that costs billions to cover up. Now we're on, you know, we're on playing fields, you know? And I take reparations in all kinds of ways, ladies. Uh. <laughs> we can get my reparations o over in a day. <laughs> a day and two minutes. <laughs> you know, with all the wars going on, everybody going back to their place of worship. Even me, I find myself praying all the time. It's always in the shower, like, I swear to God, this is the last time I'm gonna do this shit. Jism Jones! <laughs> oh, you just missed my Jism Jones joke. Jism Jones! <laughs> She's gorgeous. What are all these gorgeous guys? Oh, good guy. That's pretty fucking gay. <laughs> I've seen the pretty girls and the ugly guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, I flew out here from, uh, from Houston. Anybody ever flew Spirit Airlines? It's a real fucking winner. You know why they call it spirit? Because after they hit you with them fees, it kills your fucking spirits. <laughs> and these motherfuckers fucked up on my flight, so they upgraded me to the Greyhound. Right. <laughs> 
And actually, when we landed, when I got, we landed at the Greyhound. I knew something was fucked up, right? When you first get on there, you know, you ever heard of Virgin Airlines? You know, Virgin is tight. They play the music and shit. And all the shit. So Spirit, I guess they took a page out their book, but the song that came on was, Fly at your own risk. I'm telling you. <laughs> that was for you singing, nigga. I wanted to just show you that you weren't the only thespian. <laughs> I knew their flight was really fucked up when I looked on the back of it the, and, the, and their license plate said CarMax on the motherfucker. Like, yeah, this is some horrible motherfuckers. But they're actually, they're, they're venturing off into other, because they've been successful, they're venturing off into other uh, endeavors. Yeah, they're getting into porn. Their first flick is Fuck You Fees Faster. So <laughs> you want to probably catch that one. <laughs> yeah, religion. I, you know, religion in, in history and science is not adding up, right? Oh, that's God calling me. That's God. That's God calling me. You know, and as you look through, I mean, more and more science is proving that this religious shit is, is pretty fucked up. Now, I'm not saying it's not a God. I believe there's a God. I believe in the Big Bang. I, I believe God made us and was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, how could he, right? This fucking this is a vast universe, and he thinks thinking about us? And the shit is not making any sense. What I really hate is those TV evangelist motherfuckers. Those are some cold motherfuckers. They said this guy named Kearney Thomas, and he said, his, his catchphrase, he's, he should have been a comedian because he had his shit. He had his voice, Tony. He, it was, because God! Because God! So one day, I'm like, come home, and he's like, do your back hurt? And I'm like, yeah, fuck. Damn, you out of work? I'm like, definitely, Kearney. And I fucked around and sent him 200 bucks. He called me two weeks later and said the check had bounced. Huh? And I said, hold on, Kearney. I said, that check couldn't have bounced. Because I made it out to God. <laughs> I actually have God's account number. It said B of A. <laughs> he goes by the name of Marvellous. <laughs> I got three daughters. Seven-year-old, 14, 18. Jewel, Jordan, and Janae. And if you ever want to know what your kids are doing, all you got to do is look on Facebook. My kid was on Facebook the other day. She said, my daddy beat me down, but a bitch is still standing. And that was a seven-year-old. <laughs> Her mother thinks that she's my mother. So she's parenting to me. So she goes upstairs one day and she says, I'm going upstairs and bet not none of you guys step out that fucking circle. Don't step out that circle. So when she left, I had my foot all outside that circle. Yes, all outside that circle. And she caught me. She beat a bitch down, but I'm still standing. <laughs> well, all right, say it like that. Was that it? Will you give me the light there? Oh, well, all right. <laughs> uh, next on the mic, welcome to Mutiny Radio, live right now with your next performer. Yeah, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> Marvellous Lucas, everyone, yeah. The bitch is standing. <laughs> That was a lot of fun. Hey, welcome, you two. You're like in the hot seat in the front. It's fun. You're like on a little island, and we're going to try to make you laugh with stuff. Uh, I, 
I have, I've made, I don't know if you guys have made poor decisions in your life, you feel. Hope coming in the door wasn't a poor decision. Uh, I'm gonna leave the door open though because it's so hot in here. I tried to close it and then I was sweating. So I'm like, and the tinkling voices of the children outside is kind of cute. I mean, it's not like you're on an airplane or anything and they're screaming. They're, they're like actually happy, like, ah, see, they were screaming with joy and not with like anger or problems. You guys ever been on an airplane and the child, is, they're awful. All children are awful. Why hasn't an airline figured it out? I would pay an extra 50 bucks for a flight with no children, right? Would everybody do that? You pay an extra 50 bucks, you get two drinks, you call it an adult flight and no fucking children. I'm seriously, it's like, why are they here? <laughs> why are you taking, the other thing is if it's vacation time, like I was, I was flying around in August, obviously it's holiday time. Why are you taking your children? <laughs> like leave them at home with grandma or with a nanny. Don't take them anywhere. Ungrateful little entitled. <laughs> Sorry. I don't have any children. I just am still an entitled old child. It's fine. I real quick I was talking about poor decisions and I, I have an I have an MFA in poetry. That was a poor decision. Uh, because I'll never make any money ever. Ha <laughs> So, you know, because especially with comedy, that's terrible. But I thought, oh, how am I going to make money someday? Well, I'll write lyrics. Uh, they make money, right? But I thought I'd write them for death metal because there's only like seven words in those songs anyway. So here's just real quick some of my songs. We'll see if you like them. Okay, the first one is about things people like. Puppies, kittens, unicorns, lots of porn. Thank you. People love porn. People love porn. Also, end rhyme. It makes them feel really complete. Uh, the second song has embedded rhyme or assonance, and that's rhyming the vowel sounds between some, like words and stuff. See, it's, that's like, it goes like this. At dawn with chainsaws. Yeah. If you don't speak death metal, that's at dawn with chainsaws, and it's about um, carving up a bloated whale at dawn. In Alaska, it's so metal, right? It's so metal. Um, and the last song I think is going to be my big money maker. We'll see. It's called 23-Year-Old's Lament. <laughs> I have the worst roommate. Knock, knock, knock on the door while I masturbate. Oh, mom, why do I live with my mom? Thank you. Thank you. That's a death growl. Thank you. It hurts the... I don't know how those death metal singers do it, man. It's, just, it's crazy. Uh, your next comedian looks like a death metal singer, but he's not. Uh, he just ably hosted the last show from 6 to 8. He's going to make you laugh right now. Put your hands together for Aaron Lewis. Yeah, mutiny. All right. Thanks for being here. You guys could have went to like Hood Slam or something, but I'm gonna try and act like I'm not high from that edible that Pam gave me. Um, so I just turned 28 on Monday, so I'm getting older, and that's right. That means I made it through the 27 Club, so pay up, fuckers. I know I look like I belong in the 27 Club, and I know I tried, all right? If you've ever been out on a night with me, I don't take one shot. I take three. And when I take a shot, I don't do just a shot. I do line, shot, line. Like my hero right here on my shirt. Which, 
If you don't know who that is, I just feel bad for you. Because uh, he liked to smoke crack. Um, so yeah, I'm getting older now, and I get pissed off at old people, so I'm kind of getting pissed off at myself for getting older, because old people always talk shit on younger generations. Like recently, this old guy, he was talking to me, and he said, hey, I bet you never heard this song before. And I said, grandpa, get your dick out of my ear. I've heard that song a bunch of times, and I'm fucking tired of it, all right? I don't want to hear it anymore. No, but, like, I am getting tired of my own generation, too, because, like, no one's down anymore. Everybody used to be down just to do whatever at any time, but everybody's getting soft. Like, no one likes to butt chug Four Locos anymore, <laughs> all right? I was showing my mom how to butt chug four locos because she's older. That's cheaper. It's an easier way to get fucked up. So I was like showing her. I was like, Mom, you got to arc it. You got to arc it, Mom. She said, Wow. I still have absolutely no respect for you. <laughs> but at least you're not retarded like your brother. I said, Mom, that's fucked up, all right? It's 2019. You can't say retarded anymore. You got to use proper terminology, all right? He's not retarded. He's a mongoloid. <laughs> yeah, I met somebody that I hadn't seen in a while the other day, and I was reminiscing about the good old times. I said, oh, man, you remember when we went on that camping trip? And we were all up on that cliff in Big Sur, and the sun was shining, and the ocean was blue, and we all got in a line together and butt chugged. They said, yeah, that literally did not happen. You were the only one. And honestly, you scarred everybody from that camping trip. And you weren't even invited. You invited yourself, and now everybody has PTSD. I said, whatever, Dad. Mmm, <laughs> yeah. Edible time. Yeah, so I may have some problems with drugs and alcohol. I realized that recently. Not when I was in the back end of an Uber bleeding. Because I drank and did too many drugs. I realized that the next day. When I had to pay for that Uber, I was like, $200? Do you know how much fucking cocaine that could have got me? I mean, not enough, but like a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's, no, it's not weird to hear music talk about how cool drugs and alcohol are. But it's weird to hear music that talks about how bad drugs and alcohol are, but it still makes you want to do all those things. Like, I don't know if you know that straight-edge punk band from the 80s, Minor Threat. But every time I hear one of their songs, I just want to smoke a bowl of meth and skate a bowl for 12 hours. Or I don't know if you ever heard White Lines by Grandmaster Flash. 
But every time I hear that song, I just want to do a line off a wet toilet seat. I don't know why it has to be off a wet toilet seat, but my dad didn't raise no bitch, okay? My dad didn't raise me at all. I just turned out to be a bitch on my own. Thank you, folks. Aaron Lou is my man. That was Jake the Snake on the front of his shirt. He likes wrestling. <laughs> That's why I say, my man. Uh, your next comedian, put your hands together for Andrea. Yay! Hello, friends. I bring myself here today because I've had an experience recently that I'd like to share. But as I looked around myself, I realized I don't have any friends. So now you guys are my friends and you're going to hear about my experience. Yeah. Woo! This experience is the first time I did anal sex two days ago. Woo! All righty. So here I am with this guy. I barely know, but that's another story. And it's time. So we're, having, we're getting down to it. And it happens, and I realize this feels like I'm shitting in reverse. It feels exactly like I'm shitting in reverse. There's no other way to explain it. And, and while that was all fun, the real fun occurred afterwards, when I was actually shitting. And it felt like I was shitting in fast forward. Um, and I'm sitting there on the toilet by myself, because you know I have no friends, with this guy I barely know, because you know another story. And I realize it's 2019, and I'm having a real, authentic TiVo experience. There is rewind, fast forward, and I'm pausing right now and realizing what a mistake it was coming up here and telling this story to a bunch of strangers. But other than that, uh, it went pretty well. I feel pretty clear, you know. I call it a success, and then I went home and I took my Prozac, and I was like, thank God I'm stable now. <laughs> yeah, this would have been bad if I were more er erratic. Um, but I'd like to say thanks to all of you for acting like anything I said was funny. I drank at least five beers to get myself up here. I don't remember anymore. And the good news is, if I did bomb, I will not remember tomorrow. <laughs> Andrea renewing her card to Blockbuster, even though it doesn't exist anymore. Fast forward, rewind, that was awesome. Uh, your next comedian, put your hands together for Kevin! Hey, thanks guys. So this is my first time here. Yeah, in, in fact, this is my first time anywhere. I've never actually performed anything in front of a live audience, so here we go. Yeah, okay. All right, so I was at my friend's house and their dog was just like sitting there and it was randomly like had its ass way up in the air and I was like, you know what? I, I relate to that. You know, like I, I, I don't, I don't want to relate to that, but I, I relate to that. Yeah. So, uh, it was just like sitting there and then, uh, randomly she, I, I, I'm really gay. She was just like a friend, you know, like just a friend um but yeah i was like hey um 
so you were telling me a story and she said yeah um remember when you were with your boss and i was like yeah okay yeah yeah and you were like talking to this random customer yeah yeah at a bar yeah yeah homoerotic tension just like <laughs> flowing and i was like yeah yeah i remember that and she was like hey um never do that again just like <laughs> Straight up, I, it, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Please, just like, don't go out. Don't go out with your boss. Don't, don't go out with anyone. And, um, you know, that's, uh, that's all I have today. Thank you for the applause. His first time, he's so brave, yay! Downward dog, baby. I think that's the. I think that's the position. Is what the dogs do. I think it's so funny. Um, I didn't understand catcalling until I got my new cat, and I was like kissing at him. I'm like, and it doesn't work. Catcalling. You can't even call a cat with catcalling. Like, and the cat, the cat doesn't want to have sex with me either. So it's so strange. I don't understand catcalling though, right? Like you're walking down the street and I actually got nagged cat calling the other day. A guy, I walked by and I actually put on lipstick and mascara, which I never do. And he said, fucking ugly bitch. And I was like, is that how cat calling is going now? Like you're just, just yell mean things at me. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, right. There's another nice gentleman. Um, I was walking by and he said, girl, you got a nice fit on today. And I thought that's not cat calling. That's complimenting. Like I have a nice outfit. I am fit. It's a double entendre and cat calling. I love it. And another gentleman said, you've been living a long time to look 22. Yes, that's a compliment. You can say that to me on the street. I'm fine with it. But walking here, I was walking through the Tenderloin and a nice gentleman said, oh yeah, you got a, you got a dress on today. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Oh, okay. We went from complimenting to catcalling really quickly and I'm like, whoa, why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? That's kind of like... That's weird. <laughs> Why do you want to do that? Cat calling. Uh, your next comedian. Put your hands together for Daniel Castillo. Yay. Thank you. Woo. All right. Um, uh, I, forgot, I was going to say something about I just recently injured myself, my back. And um, I forgot what I was going to say about that. But it's okay. Because... Bug bites are like clitorises. They are. Uh, if you ignore them, then they go away. So, yeah, it's the truth. It's attention. You know, there was a science project done, and they shot this particle, and it hit this other particle, and then um, they like filmed it, and it actually changes when somebody's like witnessing that thing like there's another particle so attention you know clitoris is science you know it's basically I'm getting at uh you guys Michael Phelps uh he probably comes like the fastest in a waterbed right no because it's because he actually got somebody like to work on his stroke and cut the time off you know so he got there fastest no, he puts the cap on and everything. He goes down on a person in a waterbed like this. <gasps> no. no. Stupid. It is stupid. 
uh, you guys, I started having sex on stilts with my girlfriend um, to take our relationship to the next level, you know? Um, of where we live, actually, because there's this really hot couple on the second story and we like fucking watching them fuck, you know? It's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, like I hit it wrong sometimes and she gets an altitude, you know? It's like pretty stupid. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're just trying to elevate the relationship, really. Hey, you guys, this is all a joke. I don't live in an apartment. Like, this is my, I live at home. That's my parents. Yeah, they fuck nice. <laughs> they do. I grew up, and I, I heard them fuck. <laughs> I heard them fuck a lot. Hey, give it up for positive relationships, right? Positive relationships. That's important to have. Um, yeah, that's important to have. I used to have positive relationships. I used to be a coach one time, one time, and I, and I, I think I'm a good coach. Uh, and, uh, I actually, I hit this kid one time. I did. I hit him. I hit him really hard. It's because they kept wanting to play this game, uh, uh, clear this, what is that shit called? Kill the pill. Right, you probably know it as like smear the queer or something like that. Like back in the day, um, basically they give a ball to somebody and like anybody that has that ball, like you just go and attack that person and get that ball. Apparently, p people want to be attacked. I don't know what kind of game this is playing. I'm just getting ready for the real world, I guess. But um, uh, they, he, they wanted to play, but I was like, we can't play this game. Like. I can't allow that. This whole season, I was like, no, we can't play. We can't play. The last day, they were all like, we want to play so bad. We want it. And so I was like, okay, fine, we'll play it. But only if I'm the pill the whole time, right? They're like, okay, okay. And it was kind of fucked up. It was at the end of practice. All the parents came, right? And I had the ball, and I was running around. I was, like, having a good time, right? This kid, Henry, he's, like, about 10 yards ahead of me, in front of me. And uh, and I'm running at him, right? And I'm trying to, like, you know, like, playing a little game of chicken here. He's standing there. He wants it, right? So I'm like, all right, man, I'm, I'm, coming, I'm coming for you. So I'm running at him. Everybody's smacking me, but, it, you know, they're under eight. And <laughs> so this kid, he's got heart, you know? He stood there, and I full on thinking that he was going to jump or something. He just, like, had that flatter fight, you know, but he stayed, you know? And he just got blasted. I, I went right through him. I didn't really mean to do that. But I went over to see if he was okay. And he was laughing his ass off. So I think it's fine. Anyways, his parents, they all saw that. Anyways, so that's not really a joke. Just like to tell you guys a story. Um, One more little one I have. Um, stupid. I can't read my handwriting. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ had a uh, the first glorious mouth, according to some, right? Does that mean it was the first glory hole, too? No? His mouth? His mouth is the first glory hole? I don't know. All right. My name is Daniel Castillo. Daniel Castillo, everyone! Yay! Knock, knock. Who's there? Jesus. Did that guy exist or what? I'm so glad we're on the same page. Jesus who? Who is that guy? Was he a real guy? Come on. 
your next comedian, I'm so excited that she's here. Uh, it's great to see her after a long summer apart. She just had a one-woman show, a miraculous one-woman show here at Mutiny Radio in June, and it's so wonderful to have her here right now. Put your hands together, everybody, for Joanna Bateman! And I'm already filming my Instagram live special. Yeah! Hi, everybody. Yay, Pam looks so beautiful. Greece did you so well. You got done so good in Greece. And it shows, girl. Um, yes, my name is Joanna. Um, I will just start with the truth. I, my boyfriend, gave me this at a vintage store and he looked at the price and he said, you won't feel bad if you lose it, it's only $34. And that was what he, that was, those were the words out of his mouth to me. And I look at him and I look, it's a pretty sparkly thing. I'm like, yeah. But the saleswoman, it was up in Healdsburg, like Sonoma County. She was this like white haired kind of like boxcar looking woman in a red vest. She looked at the ring. She looked at him. She looked at me. She looked at the ring. She looked at him. She looked at me. She was very confused as what was going on. Is he going to get down on one knee? But no, he just bought me this and I, I wear it now and that is the status of my relationship. It's very, it's very low commitment, <laughs> showy, but people are like, what is that? Did you get that out of a gumball machine? I'm like, no, it's sentimental. Yeah, I'm in a relationship. It's monogamous. It is committed. Anybody else in one of those? Pam? Yeah, you are clapping very like low by your crotch. So it's like kind of. <laughs> kind of. So, okay, this brings me to my idol right now. I idly worship Ariana Grande. <laughs> I do, okay, I'm from Ohio. I'm a very basic bitch. I like, like Avril Lavigne was as hard as it got for me, okay? So that's where I come from. And now I'm 20, 31 to something. I'm an age, okay? I've got a gumball on my finger and I'm looking at Ariana Grande at night to cope with life on Instagram and she just came out with a song about a month ago. Do we know with social houses, anybody else as basic as me? It's the boyfriend song. Because you're not my boyfriend, boyfriend. I'm not your girlfriend, girlfriend. But I don't want you to touch nobody else. I don't want you to touch nobody. You're not my boyfriend, boyfriend. I'm not your girlfriend, girlfriend. But I don't want you to see nobody else. I don't want you to see nobody. I mean, is that relatable or what? Like, I feel like you guys are in that state. Like, you guys are in that state. Like, we've all been there. It's a transitional part of a time when you're, like, together and not. So I love Ariana Grande. Um, 
I am fascinated by her trajectory. You know, she was a Nickelodeon star. She was on Broadway. She was groomed for this since she was like 14 years old. And now she is at the peak. She is breaking records uh, equal to the Beatles in terms of number one sales. So uh, decades from now, women and men younger than me are going to be thinking of Ariana Grande in the way that 50-year-old people and 40-year-old people are thinking about the Beatles. It's the truth. If you're not on board, you're missing out <laughs> on what's happening, okay? So... So Ariana, a little bit about uh, what I've learned from her. She sings to sold out stadiums like this. Okay, this is how she sings to millions of people. I, 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 I wrote a song because I think of all the candidates running for president, uh, yeah, jumping to political talk now. Um, of all the people running for president, um, I think Ariana Grande would support Kamala Harris. And I predicted that about five months ago. A month ago, she had a picture with her standing beside Kamala Harris. So you're welcome, airwaves. But here's the song that I wrote as Ariana Grande for Kamala Harris's campaign theme song. And I'm going to sing it like this. Yeah, wait, yeah, wait, yeah, you love it how she moves, yeah, you love it how she touches, come on, when all is said and done, oh, you need a warm in the white house, yeah, come on, she is so fine, yeah, Castro's such a waste of time, yeah, Prosecutor and the senator See the way she like it, how she come the letter Refuse to relive last election I'm sorry that I give you erections <laughs> You gotta listen, I'm a sexy mouse We need a woman in the White House, just a powerhouse, okay? Right. I'm from Ohio. You have to forgive me, okay? I'm from Ohio. Bay Area, it's like my Europe, okay? <laughs> this is the culture that I'm coming from. My grandfather lives in an Amish town. There are horses and buggies. I was just there over Labor Day. Horse poop on the street. I'm like, we've got human poop on the street in the Bay, but... Yeah, I come from rural America. Um, I was with my, my grandparent, and I realized, damn, I'm a lot like him. Uh, and also I realized my significant other is a lot like him. And also I realized that I wait hand and foot on men in my family because I've been trained to. I'm, I'm a servant. I'm a, I come from a long line of homemakers and damn it, I make a house a home. It's the top on my resume. I vacuum, I dust, I make, you know, I, I don't bring home the bread, but I can make pumpernickel bread. 
and I think, you know, this is like, this is what I'm bringing to the world. This is what I'm bringing to society. Oh, I'm also bringing to society another impression that I'm really proud of, but I have to be careful because comedy is about laughter, not pain. Wait, no. Okay, just. <laughs> It's totally about pain, um, but so that makes sense. Okay, great. Erase that. I just had to process because it all makes sense for me now. Okay, this is another impression. Why not? Um, the Little Mermaid doing stand-up comedy. And then I have a fin. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, San Francisco, crazy. Everybody here looks like they're backpacking, like on a four-day hike, but they're like in the financial district, and it's like, whoa. I took a yoga class for $24, I took a yoga class, and in the front row of this yoga class was a baby. <laughs> Yes, one and a half year old tops. She had her own mat, she had a bolster, she had her block, she had a box of tissues. I guess she knew like hip openers made her cry or something, like, yes! And she was in the front row and I sat my mat like diagonal to her and then this wolfy woman came over and was like, do you wanna do yoga beside the baby? And I was like, yeah. And so I moved over and I did yoga beside a baby. And afterwards, I signed up to, on her mailing list, and now I'm going on her retreat to Bali for only four payments of like $250 every other week. So if anybody wants to join, it's gonna be a lot of intuitive movements. She was really into the tissue paper. She was like picking it up and letting it go. I was like, mm, guru in warrior two in the front row. Um, all right, well, that's my time. Thank you so much, Pam. Thank you, Mutiny Radio, free speech, and thank you. Thank you to Instagram. She filled the ceiling. Joanna Bateman, yay, she filled the ceiling, yay. The baby was the teacher? Uh, yeah. Yeah, great. San Francisco, they'll charge for anything. That's amazing, that's, wow. It's scarier. It's, I used to be a nanny in this neighborhood years ago, um, and it used to be kind of a scary neighborhood. I used to be afraid. 15 years ago, it was really scary to walk around this neighborhood, and now the only thing that you'll get hit on uh, on the sidewalk is a stroller, something you could get run over by a stroller in this neighborhood now. Even dogs have strollers. I'm like, why does your dog need a stroller? <laughs> like, what is, I thought you took the dog for a walk. How does that work. Uh, your last comic of the night. It's so great to see him. He's so funny and crazy and amazing. Uh, if, if you got hyped up by Joanna, you wait right now for the amazing comic stylings of Frankie Lee. Yay! What's up, motherfuckers? Hey. Hiya. Hearing voices and shit. I yeah, so I I was leaning up against the wall out here, and uh, I heard some voices coming from one of them bricks. So I pulled one of them out and cracked it open, and my mama was inside of it, right pitching a bitch. <laughs> so I uh, 
gladly put it together and slid it back in. So when you guys go out of here, cross the street, then go down the sidewalk. <laughs> Heard a lot about relationships tonight. Got home this evening and my girl was like, ooh, Frankie Lee, I wanna try something new. Spice up our relationship. I'm like, oh, you wanna try some new shit, huh? All right, tilt your head back, close your eyes and open your mouth. I got ass naked, climbed in her mouth and sat down just like sitting in a bathtub. shot a nut on her tonsils and slid down her throat just like being on a slide at the park. And me being pussy possessive as I am, I'm gonna wait till she get around that other nigga before I come crawling out of her ass. Now, you would think she learned her lesson fucking with Frankie Lee. But now she ain't learned. She ain't learned a lesson. I got home and she's laid in the lazy boy recliner, laid way back with her mouth open again. I'm like, oh, you ain't learned your lesson. So I went to the kitchen and dipped my nuts in some honey, covered them in pop rocks, put a doctor's stethoscope to her neck, and it sounded like bombs going off where I lowered my scrotum all the way down so it could splash in her stomach. You two couples, you got, I know you and you got some money for some Pop Rocks tonight. <laughs> DJ, yeah. I want you to let the people in this neighborhood and in this world know Frankie Lee is starting his own babysitting business. <laughs> I know y'all got some kids in here. Who got some kids? Raise your hand. What, y'all don't think I'm good with kids? <laughs> is that what this is about? You looking at me like I'm not good with the little children's? Huh? I don't like it, I don't like, I don't know. I don't like it. I'm coming home with one of y'all. I'm babysitting for one of y'all tonight. <laughs> Some of you white people act like you're scared of your own damn kids. If they don't want to, if they don't look people, if they don't want to mind and follow the rules, <laughs> then you fuck them up emotionally like my mama did me. Yeah. But mother, shut up, you little black cocksucker, before I stomp your ass up into your throat, vomit in your mouth, and make you lick your uncle's ass. <laughs> See, white people, it's, you got to talk to your kids in a way they will hear you. <laughs> Because some of y'all, the way you talk to your kids is fucking pathetic. <laughs> Jonathan, I'm repeating myself for the second time, young man. Please come in the house. 
that shit will never fucking work. White people, you got to listen to the black mamas in your neighborhood call their kids in, and that's how you do it. Mama Frankie Lee, i give you an example of how she used to call me in. Frankie Lee, if you don't get your raggedy ass in this house, I'm going to stomp your, my foot up into your throat and leave a Nike symbol on the inside of your forehead. Now, come on, white mamas. Y'all got to practice that shit. Y'all got to practice that shit right now. Come on now. Say that shit. Go. <laughs> I forget it. I hate when I'm on the bus and it's just me and one other nigga over here and both of us got to be on our best behavior or one of us going to embarrass both of us. <laughs> I'm on the other day, I'm on the... The other day, I'm on the Gary Limited bus, and if you know where that bus is going when it's going this way, only people on that bus going out through the avenues is Asian people and white people. And I'm on a goddamn bus, and this nigga over here sitting right diagonally from me. And all of a sudden, he pulls some chicken out of his bag and start eating and start screaming at the top of his lungs. Then all the white people looked at him and then looked at me, and I'm like, what the fuck y'all looking at me for? I don't know this goddamn clown. And like, Jesus Christ, Frankly, can you do something about this? I don't know this motherfucker. Some of y'all looking at me like, oh my God, he's kind of crazy. He must be high. Yeah, I'm high, motherfuckers. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Like there ain't a single one of you in here that haven't had a drink, popped a pill, or took a hit at some point and found yourself somewhere at four o'clock in the morning jacking out sucking anal bees out of horse's ass. <laughs> I did and I enjoyed that shit. What do you think I'm gonna do when I leave here, people? Huh? Go home and read and catch up on my thirsty Oski. No. Anything can happen with Frankie Lee. I can go from normal to ziggity black boom just like that. Instantly. I don't know what's gonna happen. See that black, see that sob sitting out there? I have been known to calmly, collectively, be rolling down the avenue, and all of a sudden, get out, stop in the middle of traffic, get ass naked, put velvet cheese in the crack of my ass, and chase white people back and forth through the intersection in suits. <laughs> now, you in the DJ booth. Oh. Two things before I hang up. One, it's time for Frankie Lee's fun facts. 
three things you will never hear a black guy say to a white guy. Are you ready? Yeah. Number one, uh, excuse me, can I have my bike back? <laughs> two, uh, I know karate, you've been warned. <laughs> and three, do my pants look a little high at the bottom? Now, you in the DJ booth. I was looking through your grandma's window last weekend. I saw her knitting some scarves and socks. <laughs> Tell her to knit some at Frankie Lee's size. All right? And sew some fubu on them shits, too. Thank you, people. Hey, Frankie Lee, everyone. Frankie Lee. I was so inspired by Frankie Lee talking about his nutsack that I'm just gonna do one more little joke because I can tell that you guys are, you're really into equality. I can tell this crowd is super into equality and um, I just wanna get you guys on side, my side for equality now. Uh, right now in a PG-13 movie, if you cover up the nipple, you get to see 180% side boob and that's fine, that's great. But what I think is that we should be able to see some side scrot for equality, right? Because if you, because if you cup the balls and the dick is hard, all you get to see is that, like, you know, maybe hairy, like kind of. So stick with me here. Uh, you know, maybe it's a it's a Martin Scorsese film, and Nick Cage is making a comeback with his long ass ball sack. There's an infinity pool, and the sun is going down, and Nick Cage is coming out of the pool, and his balls are in the water, and his dick is hard, and what we get to see is this beautiful stained glass veiny side scrot for equality. Equality now, right? If you cover up the nipple and that's sexy, I say get rid of the balls, show me some side scrotes. Sexy chick, just, it's just, just, no. No actual genitals are seen. In this equality, a side scrope for equality. I'm glad you guys are on board. Um, thank you so much, audience, people who came. Thank you, everyone who performed tonight. This was super awesome. Uh, this is Comedy Clubhouse. It happens every Friday here at Mutiny Radio. We also have four open mics a week, so that's really exciting. Check us out on mutinyradio.fm. And if you haven't followed us yet on Instagram, it's Mutiny Radio SF. And uh, please do that. That would be great. Thank you guys so much for coming. Thanks to Zunzu for running the ones and twos and for all of you for being here. Good night. Yay! I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl Not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're 
chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch. Nine months ago, a small hand-wrought baton began a journey in John O'Groats, Scotland, packed tenderly into the crusty saddlebags of some adventurous next to her underwear and can opener. At present, the thing is several time zones away, but on its way to San Francisco next month, Friday, October 4th, we will be celebrating its arrival with a party at Moto Guild on Treasure Island. Join us in welcoming the baton and her bearers, the Women's Riders World Relay to Northern California, making its way back to Europe via everywhere from the furthest reaches of six continents, Europe, the Middle East, Asia, Oceania, and on its way across North and South America, igniting a global sisterhood of inspirational women to promote courage, adventure, unity, and passion for biking. There'll be music, food, entertainment, neat bikes to look at, stories to swap, art to ogle, purchase, and people to meet. Everyone is, of course, invited to bring the whole family Family admission is free, but bring a few bucks for food, bevies, a raffle, and cool stuff from vendors. On Friday, October 4th, San Francisco will be celebrating the arrival of the Baton in California at Moto Guild on Treasure Island from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Come celebrate your love of the motorcycle and the women who ride them. For more information on the party and other awesome motorcycle-related tidbits, join the Dames Don't Care Motorcycle Collective on Facebook for lots of Info on the relay, visit womenridersworldrelay.com. Hope to see you there at Moto Guild on Friday, October 4th with Dames Don't Care. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counteroffer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. 
Counter Offers menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offers serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? We'll gather Claw Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Claw Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Major O'Houlihan. 
she makes some accusations to me, I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Let's watch I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Nine months ago, a small hand-wrought baton began a journey in John O'Groats, Scotland, packed tenderly into the crusty saddlebags of some adventurous next to her underwear and can opener. At present, the thing is several time zones away, but on its way to San Francisco next month, Friday, October 4th, we will be celebrating its arrival with a party at Moto Guild on Treasure Island. Join us in welcoming the baton and her bearers, the Women's Riders World Relay to Northern California, making its way back to Europe via everywhere from the furthest reaches of six continents, Europe, the Middle East, Asia, Oceania, and on its way across North and South America, igniting a global sisterhood of inspirational women to promote courage, adventure, unity, and passion for biking. There'll be music, food, entertainment, neat bikes to look at, stories to swap, art to ogle, purchase, and people to meet. Everyone is, of course, invited to bring the whole family Family admission is free, but bring a few bucks for food, bevies, a raffle, and cool stuff from vendors. On Friday, October 4th, San Francisco will be celebrating the arrival of the Baton in California at Moto Guild on Treasure Island from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Come celebrate your love of the motorcycle and the women who ride them. For more information on the party and other awesome motorcycle-related tidbits, join the Dames Don't Care Motorcycle Collective on Facebook for lots of Info on the relay, visit womenridersworldrelay.com. Hope to see you there at Moto Guild on Friday, October 4th with Dames Don't Care. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 
Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counteroffer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counteroffer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counteroffer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served. Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Criminal Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. 